episode 26 has arrived. This is Pop Cannon. I'm Jordan. I am Robert. Uh, I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. Guys, 26 episodes in. We are officially kicked off of our parents' health care. It's going to be a rough going from here on out. <laughs> Cobra is so expensive. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about ever? Um, today's episode is all about this fancy little film called Brightburn. So right off the top, what did everybody think initially? That was that was a bleak, intense movie. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely a few edge-of-your-seat moments going throughout, but it was so... It felt very hopeless, yeah. which I guess works because it's the anti-Superman in a way. Absolutely. Um yeah, it was very bleak movie. Great acting, I feel for the most part. There were some like kind of horror movie moments where it's like characters making poor decisions because it's a horror movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But um overall, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I uh, I saw it when it was in theaters um and I walked out of the theater very uh very satisfied. I w- I liked it a lot. Um I thought it was really good. I said to myself immediately I was like, "Well, I really hope that this does well enough that it gets a sequel because I would love to see this anti uh, superhero universe fleshed out more. Isn't there another movie that's kind of in the same? It's in the same universe. I think technically the the film Super with Rain Wilson is in the same yeah. universe. Yes, and we'll oh, get really? to that. Huh? Yeah. Which I never saw. I've never seen it either. I know it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's been there, and I always pass it up. <laughs> um, but for Brightburn, for me, um, I found it very entertaining and very on the cusp of just a straight horror movie. Like, um, there were definitely some moments in the middle of it that I felt like dragged. Uh, but yeah. overall, I I was pleased with it and would you know watch it again and. Uh, I already own it on video because that's how I was able to watch it. So I bought <laughs> it cold. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was fun. It's a good little spine tingler or something. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was witty and charming and also genuinely scary. There were parts of it that actually had me a little bit unsettled. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that pleasantly surprised me because I didn't really think I was like, oh, OK, this is probably like light horror. But Rob, like you said, it's it was on the cusp of being like genuine, just a horror film. Yeah. And I think um in our it chapter two episode, Sarah had said that she's most terrified of kids and old people <laughs> in horror movies. Yeah. And uh, this lived up to that. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Even know what that kid's name is. Um, but he Jackson Dunn, he genuinely looked disassociated from humanity, and yeah. I fear for him. Yeah, yeah, no, he did a great job, even if it wasn't, um, a, a like dark superhero film, like, even if there was no powers set behind it, like, that kid's a psychopath, right? <laughs> right, uh, it seemed like. 
what they did to obviously what they did to connect it to superheroes was take Superman's origin, but like they played it just straight horror in that if it didn't have the alien crash landing and the the people taking charge of that kid as their child, it would have just been like a demonic possession film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it was really just kind of that, but they just were like, oh yeah, yeah. But the reason is different. Yeah. Right. Right. And it took place in Kansas. Yes. There's a lot of in Brightburn, a lot Kansas. of connections to Superman. It's like almost like staggering in what it was just very straight up. I don't know how Warner Brothers or DC didn't have an issue with it. I mean, heat vision, super strength. The heat vision alone was just kind of like that that was pretty spot on. That that's such a trademark of Superman. The flying? That's a, yeah. yeah. The cape? The invulnerability. <laughs> But it's yeah. like a lot of superheroes have flying, super strength, all that. But right, but even yeah. even the way he looked, mm-hmm. yeah, he just looked like Clark, like mm-hmm. white, white as white boy with black hair. Like he also was... um, always wore shades of blue, red, and yellow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I also really like that the last two reviews we've done have had somebody getting their. Yeah, brain melted by heat vision. Heat vision. Yeah, <laughs> was not lost on me. I was like, you know, this seems like it could be in that universe too. Yeah, I thought the <laughs> same. And it thing. is Sony. I thought the same thing while I was watching it, which would be awesome. And uh, so we were watching it, and Amanda was like, uh, "I think Amanda thoroughly enjoyed this film. Nice. Uh, <laughs> she really, really had a good time watching this. But she she had said something about." Uh, how scary it was because he was like evil Superman or whatever. And I was like, yeah, Homelander. <laughs> yeah. Goes, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> A slightly more psychopathic Homelander. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. just that's a connection to our last episode. If you'd like to hear all about the boys, please check it out after this one, obviously. So let, let's talk about, you know, what didn't work for you? Because, Rob, you mentioned that um, it dragged for a little bit, which is interesting to me because I, I felt walking out of the theater it, that it was a, it was a, it's a very short movie. I think it's like maybe 90 minutes tops. Yeah, um, it, is it, might, it might even be less than that. It might be 80 minutes, but uh, um, it was 90 minutes. Yeah, 90. So I felt walking out like I wish it had been a little longer because I wanted I felt like it moved at a very quick pace. Things just happened, 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 and just kept yeah. moving at that pace. So what did you think dragged? Um, I think it was really that... Because I honestly, I felt like a lot of it was predictable because you know the Superman story, so you know where this is going. Um, but obviously, you don't know where they're going to go with the evil Superman, quote-unquote. But I just felt like at a certain point, like... I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. So he's gonna start killing these people. Like, let's get to that. Ah. Um. So like a lot of the family stuff, I guess, was where I was like, you know, I I get it. You know, mom, dad, they adopted him. Dad's a little bit apprehensive. Mom's all in on him, but she's terrified. Um. I don't know. I just felt like at certain points I was we could we could get to like the exciting shit because there was a lot of quiet moments. So I don't know. I think that was just me. Okay. today it, I, like if i watch it another time i might feel completely different about it in that way but today I, when i was watching it i was like all right let's go i think why we got all the stuff that we 
could see coming was for those fil- filthy casuals that you know yeah that yeah, don't really yeah. know the superman story and are like hey i've heard this you know or saw this trailer and you know or heard this was a horror movie let's go see a horror movie um, i think it'd be awesome because like they did a really good job of making this look like it was um alternate universe man of steel mm-hmm. uh so i think it'd be like i don't know if they i doubt that they use the same like director of photography or cinematographer but the, the, whoever they got to try to emulate what Zack Snyder did on Man of Steel was, did a really good job. Um, so I, I don't really have much criticism of it. I, I thought it was really good, except, uh, like I said, I, I wish it had been a little longer. Um, one of the criticisms, criticisms I have, though, is um, right near the beginning of the movie, uh, it kind of gives away what's going on uh, when um, Brandon, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's in class and he just oh yeah <laughs> exposition bombs the whole thing right at the beginning of the movie that yeah. you know oh well wasps they do this or hornets or whatever it was uh, and it's like oh so that's how so that's what's gonna happen okay right yeah <laughs> and yeah. then that's exactly his, what happens. the alien race that he is part of is the is the wasps right a, a brand new episode of exposition theater. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's your movie about? And then just show that clip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I I felt like that could have been that scene maybe could have been later or maybe not happened at all. And just let the let the audience figure it out, you know. Well, that and, you know, we we don't get a lot of him at school at all. And I guess I understand having to show him in school at some point, maybe. But, like, maybe you didn't need to even have him in school because that was – it was to introduce that girl. Right. And ex- exposition bomb, and that was it. Yeah. And the bully, and he gets bullied. Oh, that, oh yeah, yeah, That yeah. bully yeah. never got his comeuppance. <laughs> he didn't. Mm-hmm. Lots of other people did. That bu- that bully was – I was thinking he'd be number one, but They're no. They're saving it didn't. for the sequel. <laughs> or maybe the eventual prequel. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Or, or it'll be a completely dissociated prequel series uh, where it shows that kid's <laughs> grandparents on the CW. <laughs> or may- maybe it'll be a completely different take on the character like we've never seen before. <laughs> or perhaps, maybe, it could be a spinoff series based around that kid on a streaming service that you can purchase for nine ninety nine a month. Are we still talking about the kid or the bully? <laughs> The bully, Andrew. Come on, keep up. Follows the bully. I, think, <laughs> I would really like a really gritty, very um, realistic <laughs> take on this, where uh, mental health is really the the, the thing <laughs> that's <laughs> that bullying is a is a problem. It is. Yeah. It, it, honestly, I think an honest criticism for me of this was um, his infatuation with that symbol, uh, and how yeah. he put it everywhere so i i bought into that because there are some serial killers who do that um it they're it, they in, i think in the if i remember from my criminal justice class in college i think it's their quote calling card um so i i buy into that that he's basically a serial killer um yeah, I think I just have an issue with like a 12-year-old suddenly becoming a serial killer and then deciding he wants a calling card. But we never got an explanation as to why, but I also think that the film wasn't necessarily from his perspective, so I get why we don't know exactly what he was thinking. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. a lot of like, 
him just saying I get bullied and the kids were picking on me like they always do, but you really didn't see a whole lot of that in the movie. And you don't know if he's lying because he's a little sociopath about all the other bullying. So it was just, it did feel kind of like he suddenly like, oh, I'm super strong. I'm going to use this to fucking kill everybody. Yeah. And yet still like act like a kid and try to lie to your parents. You don't want to get in trouble. Well, the, it's the influence of the alien technology on him that makes him turn. It's not like yeah. he, I mean, yeah, technically he became like a sociopath or a psychopath or, you know, overnight, but it wasn't like an actual mental health disorder. He's under the influence of alien technology because he himself is alien. So it's more of like a biological process than an actual psychological process, if you will. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I did like the voice that was beckoning to him. Yeah, that was that creepy was, as or hell. Or that was in his head. Yeah. That was creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say maybe if I had a criticism of it would be took a while to get going, like Rob mm-hmm. said. But w- once it did pick up, I really enjoyed it. Andrew, do you have a criticism of it? Um, It did kind of feel like he. we didn't get enough development for Brandon it felt like it was just to me I know he was under the influence of the ship but it still felt like a switch just turned on Mm -hmm. Um, and there were some horror movie decisions like when the ant you keep getting these alarms going off and she's just like okay I'm turning off my ringer and going to bed good night (laughs) like I don't know some let me first go check the patio yeah I'm a virgin I'm gonna go have sex at the lake now (laughs) yeah (laughs) although it was that part was creepy when he comes to the door. Yeah. And he's like, I think you should go home. He's like, all right, stay safe. Mm-hmm. You too. <laughs> and just like you could see the he was barely containing himself right there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. And on the U2, she was like, I'm going to shut the door a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do like that, um, that Roy traded up. Dude, right? <laughs> good on Roy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Banks. I, I think Elizabeth over Banks, Jenna Fisher. I think Elizabeth sure. Banks and Jenna Fisher are both beautiful women. Thank you. <laughs> uh, both both her and David Denman were really really good. Absolutely, as the oh, parents. Yeah. Like I believed them as a couple and as like parents. I like how uncomfortable he was all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even before his he knew his son was an alien serial murderer. Right. He was just very uncomfortable. He's like, yeah, I got these candies in my pocket, and they shut you up when you were a baby. Here's one. Yeah. Have some candies. Now go do the fucking lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stay he, out of the goddamn that, barn. Like, let's just... <laughs> that scene when he's, when he's starting the lawnmower <laughs> was so out of left field. Yeah, yeah. I just started cracking up. So he's sitting there and he's just pulling it, and then he just fucking flings it a hundred feet behind him. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, what? Everyone, because <laughs> we had the same reaction as the kid. Like, what? Whoa! Yeah, what? <laughs> did the did the, f- the movie just fuck up? <laughs> did we all just right. have a stroke? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Amanda was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then when he walks up to it and he's about to stick his hand in it, she's covering his face, and I'm like, "Babe, he's Superman. He's yeah. not going to be hurt by it." <laughs> I was expecting, but I guess they they built it in a way that she thought that that it was possible at least, so that good on them, right? Yeah. yeah. You would you had mentioned there was a lot of quiet moments, 
And I feel like because of those quiet moments, those moments of intense, realistic gore really stuck out. Oh, yeah. Dude. Like, what it, like in the first intense, violent scene we get is, uh, well, when she when he breaks the girl's hand, which is pretty fucked yep. up. Yep. But then he's going to kill her mother and Dude. just shatters the lights. Uh-huh. And it was just like... The fucking that was oh uh, the glass goes right in her eye yeah i wouldn't know because i covered that part of the screen from my face oh unfortunately <laughs> i uh, it was in the theater so that was being seen <laughs> i watched uh i watched her right eye in that scene um <laughs> i have no idea what happened on the left side of her head <laughs> it was making the sound effect of like the glass moving every time she moved her eye. Uh, and, and, like, and i thought they would cut the- away they didn't they did no. not. They lingered and on they it. And even added a nice little blood squirt at the end when she got the glass out. Yep. Oh. Yeah. It was rough. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, speaking Man. of that, like, the effects were great in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there was one moment of kind of like it looked a little hokey was when he kills his own Uncle Noah. Oh, Uncle Badger? He- yeah. yeah. Uncle Badger. <laughs> that shit was... Ugh. Because I didn't think they were actually going to show the aftermath of oh, him picking the truck up and then him like biting the steering wheel on the way down. Oh, and then he just like wakes up and his jaw hangs off. Oh. Yeah, there that was, was that was like, so brutal, dude. Trying to hold it on, and there was like a moment when he dies and it kind of slacks off. It looked a little CGI, but seeing somebody's was, jaw hang—that was, was such a up. nasty. Like I didn't even. Oof. Yeah, it did not look CGI to me. It looked fucking, uh, unfortunately, very realistic. Yeah, <laughs> that and was that was little, disturbing. I didn't I didn't think there was one like, scene in this that pulled me out of it. Yeah, no, I thought everything blended yeah. seamlessly. Yeah, oof. And um, the little psychopath pulls his mask off. It was like, yep, yeah, I know you're my uncle, but I've just fucking killed you horribly. What do you think of that shit? So the only thing with that was, I mean, obviously we saw his aunt at the hospital after the car accident, but there was no resolution with her. Yeah. So, so she, so she's still out there and knows clearly who's doing this. Well, she doesn't that. I don't think they ever said that Brandon did it. She just told them that Brandon was at Brandon came by the house. So that's true. I don't know. I feel like she could put two and two together on that one. We'll find out in the sequel. Yeah. Hopefully. Cause he did. Th- uh, do something to a jetliner that put his put the jetliner through his family home, so everybody there is dead now. That they were dead prior, but so but she hasn't seen him with any superpowers, so no. so she wouldn't. He's just been creepy. That's all. So oh, I bet. I mean, that's probably his closest living relative. Yeah. Yeah, she's not going to survive the sequel. Well. N- Probably not. If she makes it to it. So she would uh, maintain custody, probably. Yeah, Yeah, probably. You can keep him. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to say... It's not a criticism, but this is one of these... The the horror movie things, like that, where the people make the decisions. Um, It's more the way that um, uh, Elizabeth Banks' character was handled. That she refused to see at every turn her son was evil and, you know, possibly a megalomaniacal alien sent here to Mm -hmm. take over the earth. Uh, (laughs) You um, think the wolves did this? (laughs) (laughs) 
no, no Tori. <laughs> Brandon was in here. I tell, I'm telling you, he was in here. Like he oh, did so it. The wolf. <laughs> it was a wolf. <laughs> God damn I it. love that uh, Matt Jones, his character, like Uncle Badger, when he was yeah. driving like away oh, after God. Brandon disappeared on him, and he was just yeah. like, "What the fuck!" Like he's just <laughs> screaming nope. that because that's something that I would do. I love when when he looks out his is it, I guess I think he looks out the the front windshield and sees Brandon ho- yeah. hovering there and just goes nope no nope. <laughs> like I I don't go. know I don't know if that was intentionally hilarious but I found that fucking hilarious I was like ah, yeah because that's a that's an accurate reaction she's yeah. like nope no no there's not someone just floating right there that's not happening <laughs> I think um. I, we could probably just transition into favorite scenes. My favorite scene was uh, when I just, I'm just going to call him Roy because his name doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Roy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when he, when he decided to take his son hunting mm-hmm. towards the uh, end of the film, which is the reason that all of the shit happened at the end. Um, I loved that scene so much. Because he was like, I'm going to take him hunting for the weekend. We're going to spend some time together. And, uh, the, you know, the one gun, they're walking through the woods. And I looked at Amanda and I was like, he's going to shoot him. And she's like, no, he's not. I'm like, he's going to shoot him. No, absolutely. <laughs> There's no fucking way he's not shooting right, him. Right, absolutely. And then she's like, oh, my God. So he aims the gun at him. And then he pulls the trigger. And she couldn't believe that he pulled the trigger. But, like, more so than the bullet bouncing off of his head, she couldn't believe that he pulled the trigger. Wow. <laughs> And I was like, she was like, oh my God. And I was like, yeah, he's fucking Superman. It, they ricochet. That happens. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. Still probably hurt like a motherfucker though. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that was far and beyond my favorite scene was the tension leading up to the, the gunshot and then the falling action from that was fucking amazing. Yeah. And then he gets his brain fucking fried. Yep. Yeah. Oof. Not just fried, but like the the heat beams shot completely clean through his head. Yeah, like, yeah he busted his skull on that one. <laughs> God damn! Uh, my favorite scene. Um, I mean, I really liked a, a lot of the movie. Um, but I guess my favorite scene is the uh, when the cops show up to the um, to the house and and Brandon has already not so vaguely threatened Tori. And uh, just takes the cops out one at a time in brutal fashion, just pasting them. <laughs> um, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, that first cop looked an awful lot like Huey Campbell's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn. Yeah, that was rough. But uh, but it was really cool as he's just flying through and tearing the hair, tearing the house apart, basically, like, turning to Swiss yeah. cheese. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. And then watching Elizabeth Banks, like shudder throughout the destroyed house that was pretty great she did a great job i mean all, i think all the actors did a great job but um i really i think she she helped to sell it even though i even though i didn't necessarily like buy that she couldn't understand it um i i still understood like it was you know a mother she's got a mother's instinct there that's her her gift you know was her, her I think son. at a certain point she was aware that she was lying to herself. Mm. Yeah. But she couldn't not. Right. Yeah, I think on. it's one like of that's, those... That's, from her performance, that's how I 
took that's what I took from it mm-hmm. was that at a certain was... point she couldn't help but lie to herself about it because there was no other way out right yeah she thought maybe if she was friends with him or something it would get her through I guess yeah, yeah. what Andrew when he was like Uncle Noah's dead and he's just like all right hmm. oh like, yeah that you you supposed to be dead? sad or something <laughs> oh my god like oof do you understand yeah 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 I I oh, think yeah, I get it I think the way that Tori like reacted was more like it's your kid you'll do whatever like for him it's one of those situations because there's plenty of like mother son relationships or just because that's like your child you'll do anything to protect them so i think it was less oh i'm in denial and more like uh i'll just do whatever it takes to keep him safe because he's mine yeah and i liked at a certain point roy called him uh it or that thing yep rather than like a kid or the boy yeah. or something <laughs> or my well, the, son. it's like he's really trying to be like listen babe this didn't go our way <laughs> <laughs> that We're dream he had write this one off all right or the nightmare <laughs> he had uh about oh, yeah. when yeah. about when brandon first landed and then she takes him out and then just starts bleeding from every orifice uh yeah. it's fucking crazy and then the baby's eyes light up Oh my god! That was really cool. I liked how the vines of the like woods and stuff was coming in through the side of the house. Yeah, yeah. If I had to pick a favorite scene, it would probably be when he murders that uh, lady in the diner. Uh, I just thought the tension was built really well there. Um, the glass in the eye like took me by surprise because uh, I was genuinely scared. Her looking around, and and seeing him partially. Oh, that split screen yeah. shot with the red. Yeah, yeah. And he's awesome. like in back corners and shit, oh, God, but that's right. the red of his uh, mask and cape kind of blended in. It was cool. That was really yeah. well shot, well set up. The the yeah. laser eyes through the door. Yeah. Of the of the walk in freezer and just taking her. I, also, his mask looked awesome, and the cape and everything. Yeah. Did you notice? Was, when, it was a scary looking fucking mask, dude. And, yeah, and it, it made him look very insect like, you know, just like a wasp, just like you know, yeah. on it. Yeah. You know? It was also in the dream sequence that was the blanket he was wrapped in. So that's another Superman reference, or at least that's yep. what she took out. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's his cape from a baby. But um, yeah, I I love the part, the, the whole ending sequence. Where as soon as he he kills his dad and then calls his mom and he's like, he's he's gone. Mm. Kyle's not coming home. And he just starts, he blows one cop up and the other cop he just slams into the ceiling over and over Oof. and over again. She had one of the more brutal deaths in the film, definitely. Yeah, yeah oh, and God, I thought it was yeah. really interesting to shoot it from that side angle. Yeah, you know, Elizabeth Banks really in the that. foreground under the bed. Yeah, she makes it. A- that was really. I really like the shot when she's running out of the house and he just flies out the top, and you can see him sitting in the background, and flying over to her, and ugh. And then when he finds the ship, or when she yeah. finds the ship, and turns the light on, and it's the chick from the diner, dissected and like cut open. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I called that. I um. Yeah. That scene was. That scene was fucking nuts. Uh. So what I really like that they that they utilized was uh it led off with that hide and seek scene 
Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and like, f- where the predict, I guess where kind of the predictability comes in was like, oh yeah, we're gonna use this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the, the whistle. Yeah. The whistle being. Yeah. 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 Um, and then they they used it for the opening scene where it was like fun, and then there was a scene where it was like tense and scary, and then there was the outright horror toward, at the end of it. Right. So they rule of threes. They used it the yeah. three times, <laughs> um, which I thought was I thought that was uh, a great great use of it. But then also um, reusing how she searched for him with the whistle and then searching under the bend like I gotcha. Yeah. And then she and then he wasn't there and then he did the same thing. Yeah. Which might go to prove that he's more of her son than she realizes. No. <laughs> well, she doesn't realize that anything anymore because she's dead. <laughs> yeah, he dropped her from an incredible height. We don't know after that. Slamming <laughs> slamming her head into the roof. She might have landed in one of the moon bounces. <laughs> she landed on a cloud. If she mm, had moon shoes on. on. Maybe she would have survived. <laughs> well, when just the whole when she's trying to kill him and he catches her and slams her head into the roof on the way out. Yeah, yep. her face is all fucked up. Ugh. I thought it would have been fucking awesome because they didn't shy away from any gore like that. If on the way up she was already dead, and when you see her face, it's caved in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that would have been super fucked up. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, well, it's, he's he's gonna give her like a, a merciful death by letting her just suffocate. Like, no, nah, he's right. gonna drop her thousands of feet to the ground. Actually, well, because when you think about it, when Superman carries someone like that, uh, he normally puts his fist over his head. Yeah, which will create the impact and open the ceiling. Um, but in this case, <laughs> Brightburn used her face. <laughs> it was like a, it was like an upside down pile driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's his special move. Um, yeah. Wow. It actually had a it had a budget of six million dollars. Six million. Yeah. And worldwide, it made thirty two million. Yeah. Almost thirty three. Well. So I hope we get a sequel because th- there was some. Well, I mean, the ending of it seemed to uh, set up more of this happening. Absolutely. Yeah, but I I hope we actually get it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I loved the way that they did like the newscast slash YouTube uh, series. YouTube conspiracy man. Yeah. Yeah, Alex Jones, Michael Rooker, Alex Jones at the end. That so His that hair was all fucking crazy. So <laughs> yeah. so that was the coolest part of the movie, in my opinion. Like, I mean, the, the, I I I enjoyed the whole movie, but I thought that was the coolest part was with the the little news, uh, the, like not found footage, but actual newscasts, like showing he's he's being a fucking supervillain. Like he's yeah, uh, collapsing buildings yeah, and, and starting fires. Yeah, and, yeah. Ugh, fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, the the. The little stinger there is that yeah, Michael Rooker's Michael Rooker's Alex Jones type character introduces us to a fucked up version of Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. a fucked up version of Aquaman, yeah. Uh, and then when they put like Brightburn as well as those three, and then three others, there is Rain Wilson's character from Super. I don't know, I think Crimson Bolt or something like that. Yeah, and he's I guess he's supposedly like the Batman of the group. Right. So he doesn't have any powers. I never right, saw right. Super. I don't think he actually has any powers. No, right, right, exactly, and that's so, why he's the Batman. Batman. Yeah, and then they, um, and they show and something else, and I can't remember what it was. There's all there was a Martian Manhunter esque character. Ah, okay. And then there's and then one of them is just a question mark. 
The question. The question. Wow. Uh, you baby Huge guy. get for Myster- Sean Gunn here. Huh? Mysterion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's really awesome. I, I would love to see that in the sequel. That that there's an a, an anti Justice League like the the uh, the, the seven, if you will. <laughs> Yeah. Really, just listen to both of our la- episodes back to back here. Uh, <laughs> There's very spooky. similar shit going on. Um, I, I will say uh, one thing, and I guess it's a little bit of a criticism, is uh, one of the last shots where it's showing the buyer's um, property, where the the where he crashed the jet into the house yeah. to to mask his crime. Um, I, I that I didn't pull me out com- entirely, but it, I was a little bit like. I think it was a little too clean in a, in a rated R movie. Like there would be dead bodies everywhere. There would be fires. Like it was just a little too, I don't know, too tidy. There, there was, re- yeah, there was wreckage just, and he's, he's, and he had enough time to uh, put his logo on it. Right. <laughs> and, um, and then sit in the back of an ambulance with a blanket and some cocoa. Right. <laughs> and a cookie. He had a cookie. It was too. just cookie, a cookie. cookie looked pretty there good. There was no blanket. I know. Blanket in a cocoa is just like the joke. The trope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really uh, very intense. The gore, if you like gore, fuck. They don't. Yeah, dude. They do not shy away. They don't. They do not cut the scene. They just. When the. Uh, fucking keep it going. <laughs> when the second cop is dropped, is unceremoniously dumped onto the bedroom floor, oh. um, and she kind of chokes for a bit. And then just a massive pool of blood rushes out from underneath her. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, wow!" <laughs> it's it. It really says something when the least violent death in your movie is a guy fucking exploding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely loved this film. This is something that I will watch probably every Halloween. Because uh, I I thought it to I found it to be incredibly spooky, <laughs> spooky. Like it, it's very it's very unnerving. There's a lot Spook of quiet moments, like Andrew said, and it does accentuate the scariness and the violence aspect of it. Like you said, the gore, uh, the scene where yeah. the friggin' uncle is holding his jaw in place that that really got me. So. I don't know. I really liked it. I went into it cold. I saw one trailer like months ago, and that was it. So, found it very and enjoyable. Now I own it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I, I don't really like the horror genre. That's how we got to this place. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, you know, when I heard you know movie about evil Superman, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm sold. That that's all you had to say. Whether it was a horror movie or whether it was a they were gonna go full sci-fi, I don't know. But I was there no matter what because that is, uh, that's the type of movie that speaks directly to me. Um, and maybe it's a niche, I don't know. But I was sold on it right from the get-go. And the first trailer, I was like, yeah, this looks fucking awesome. Um, and again, I'm not much for horror. I don't like gore, um, but it was used well and, uh, it wasn't like, it wasn't a gore fest. Like I've heard, um, uh, I've heard Hellboy, the most recent Hellboy was a gore fest. Like they just, they're like, you know what? We're, we might not do another one of these and it's rated R. So we're going to show people getting torn in half and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, evidently it's, it's like, yeah, evidently it's like, 
if you like that, like watch that movie because it's evidently just a massive uh, gore fest. But um, I like how it wasn't like that in Brightburn, that it was used very targeted and very effectively. Um, yeah. had it had really had a lot of impact every time. Um, <laughs> or when they found his when they found those photos under his bed. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, ladies in underwear, ladies in lingerie, ladies in underwear. The insides of an animal. <laughs> <laughs> the human uh, circulatory he's like, system. <laughs> he's like, uh, so, you know, your body's changing. Uh, Dude, that I scene. touch your penis. That was actually really funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that scene was genuinely funny. Wasn't he like, like now? And he's like, no, not... Not right Not now. Right now. Yeah. But uh, but good talk. But in, yeah, because in his head is saying, but, "But I could go do it right now. Like I could literally just right. fly and go, you know, be with her right now. Right? That's what I want to do. No. Okay. <laughs> um, the scenes and, with uh, the girl in the bedroom. Yeah. Ten. Kept turning yeah. her music on. Yeah. It, it, they they knew how to build a, a scary scene. Yeah. Well, what I just... said to Amanda was when she got up out of her bed. Um, and this, I guess, kind of goes back to when Jordan and I were doing the, the It Chapter 2 episode. Um, if I didn't have music playing on my laptop and it suddenly started playing music and I went over and shut the lid to my laptop and it suddenly turned on again, um, I would have sh- shut the laptop and brought it back to my bed. Because now it's not going to open unless I open it. Do you guys because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> creepy that happened while we were watching it? <laughs> My laptop yeah. was closed, and then suddenly it started playing a YouTube video. And so we're sitting there after that scene, maybe like 20 minutes after that scene happened, and my laptop just starts making noise. Yeah. And we kind of look over like, maybe uh, maybe we should just turn the lights on a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, shut the windows. <laughs> Rob, you say that, that you would let that happen twice, and then you would bring it back to your bed. Uh, if no, I, well, I would shut it, uh-huh. right? Like she did, because that makes sense. And then, like, oh, maybe I just forgot, and you know, whatever. Uh, and then computers, who knows? And then it would happen again, and then you would bring it to your bed. See, if it happens again, I'm calmly walking out, getting into my car, and driving somewhere else. I don't know. That's that's not my home anymore. Like in the Follow Brian at the end of the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Um. But yeah, so I, I uh, again to, for my final thoughts. I loved it. Um, I I hope they make a sequel. Um, I hope they can keep the budget down again for the sequel, so that hopefully it'll just keep making more money. Um, and they can keep making more of these films. So, I I did. I liked it a lot. Uh, I own it now, so I could watch it whenever I want. Um, I am interested in checking out the special features on it just to see what those entail. Um. But yeah, I you know I thought it's interesting that they wanted to make a horror movie, um, and they were like, "Well, superhero movies do pretty good. Let's just uh, make one of those." <laughs> <laughs> like I have this horror idea, but if I fit it through a superhero prism, we could probably make some money on this thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's executive produced by James Gunn, right? And it's yeah. written yeah, written, yeah. written by two of his brothers. His brothers, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a gun family thing. Uh, yeah, Brian and Mark Gunn. Yeah. So uh, also of the of the James Gunn, uh, I guess filmology or whatever you'd want to call it, um, filmography. In a similar vein to this was uh, what the hell was that movie? 
where they're in the office building and they got to kill each oh, other. Oh, right. Oh, the, um... but I never saw that. I dude, I watched it. It is fucked. Good. With a capital T. The Belko experiment. Yes. Wait. Exactly. It that. was that movie. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Yes, that movie is fucked. Uh, 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 further than this one is. Did wow. he direct that? Um, I don't remember. But so it's I. It's part of his. His gun. I think his he wrote. GCU. I think he wrote that one. I think he wrote, <laughs> he wrote and it. produced okay. that one, but did not direct it. Okay, that's wild. I never knew that. Yeah, that movie was fucking nuts, and that was a Blumhouse. Ah, oh, of course, good old Blumhouse. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that movie's wild. But like, so <laughs> James Gunn's a real twisted fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, um, I've heard great things about Slither. Uh, which is Slither's great. Yeah, Slither's awesome, that. dude. Yeah, I've got to see that. And that's again, that's also Elizabeth Banks as well as a lot of other, yep. you know, and Michael Rooker's in Nate, that as well. Nathan Fillion, you know, so a lot of James yeah, Gunn people. Fucking disgusting. I mean, I imagine Steve Agee's probably in there somewhere, <laughs> and and I'm sure his his brother Sean Gunn, who's yeah, yeah. he probably played the uh, little slithery things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, did he always plays a creature. <laughs> So anyway, for Pop Cannon, thank you for listening. I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. And uh, we hope everybody has a safe and spooktacular Halloween this year. Also, if you're watching spooky movies this Halloween season, uh, go ahead and let us know what spooky movie is your favorite. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs>How did you guys like Brightburn? Does it qualify as a spooky season watch for you? Did the horror elements mesh well with the superhero origin story? Did you think it was a bit over the top? Or were you invested from the beginning? Was the CGI good for you? The acting? We want to hear from you. Interacting with us has never been easier. Simply follow us on any or all of the social medias. Just search Pop Cannon and don't forget that K. You can also subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode and maybe leave us a sweet review. And if one of us tickles your fancy individually, you can follow us that way too. I, Robert, am on Instagram and Twitter at Yesball. Jordan is on Instagram and Twitter at JL24FPS. Andrew is on Instagram at Android Skeleton and on Twitter at Flavored underscore Red. And much like last episode, you could conceivably follow Brian this week, but you'll have to stay quiet. He's gone completely off the grid since losing his job at the hands of Homelander, who he is shit scared of. So Brian has taken refuge in the cold forests of Kansas. He's been roughing it pretty good, just generally having to avoid some hunters here or there. One day, from his tree stand, where he scouts plants and animals to forage, he sees a man and his young son on what appears to be a heartwarming bonding trip. Touched, Brian paused to watch how they interacted with one another. Brian took a moment to reflect upon his time as a babysitter, as he loves kids and misses that job dearly. When the day suddenly took a turn, Brian watched on, frozen in fear, as the father 
aimed a gun at the back of the boy's head. Paralyzed by what he was witnessing, he couldn't even make a sound as the man steadfastly pulled the trigger. He covered his eyes so as to not see the aftermath, but quickly realized the boy did not die. Befuddled, he now sat on the edge of his seat as the boy vanished and reappeared wearing a mask. The boy struck the father down as the man pleaded for his life. The boy's eyes grew red, and in a flash of light, laser beams shot through the father's head, killing him instantly. You've gotta be fucking kidding me, Brian guffawed to himself. Another one with laser eyes? The boy snapped his head in Brian's direction, but luckily, Brian has mastered the ninjutsu art of remaining completely still so as to not be seen. So that is episode 26. Stay tuned for more of our film and TV reviews. Thank you so much for listening.